0: Okay. Wow. There I am. Well, hello. hello. Hey, how are you? I am good. How are you?
1: I'm good. You look good. Thank you. I'm going to get flushed at because I forgot my earrings.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's all right.
1: Hold on for one second. Not a problem. I don't want to get fussed at. <laughs> All right, put these on. I
0: had to clean my uh camera off a little bit.
1: Where am I? Okay. So while we're getting prepared, mm-hmm. when we get started into the show, I want to let everyone know again to like and share the video. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, again, it's Keeping It Real, Conversations with Sunshine, please like and share and subscribe. Also that I believe in Six Degrees of Separation, it has been proven over and over again since I've started this show, somebody is one person away, one advice away, one help away from where you need to be in life. And this is all about my show is connecting, getting information out here that will help us um, not only survive, but uh, progress and get to where we need to be. Um, And then I tell them how I know the person that I'm talking to. That's going to be interesting. (laughs) So, Miss Miko, I've known since. um, Let's go back to. Let's see. When did we start high school? Ninety two. Yes, ma'am. Ninety two. And I was telling, um, I want to say Katrina Williams, who was one of our fellow Osborne people that um, ended up leaving. But our incoming freshman class that year was the highest incoming class of freshmen that Osborne has had since it was open.
0: Stop it. I never knew that.
1: Yes. What? And on top of that, they had. our class was so smart that yes. they were talking about um, making our school like one of the Magnum schools, like with Cass them, because we had so many people that was so intelligent. Um, and yes. so what they tried to do is make our, coming, our incoming class stick together for the whole four years. Like we never changed. That's, that's who we were going to stuck with Yeah, with all yeah. the basically, I don't say nerds, but very, very intelligent people um, that came in that class. And for the most part, most of us all had the same classes. Uh, we all went to um, the same um, all the cl- classes or, you know, uh, classes before we all had the, the same teachers and all of that. So when I first met Miko, of course, we had classes together. Miko stuck out to me because if I ever seen anyone, even back then, who I felt was going to be successful, it was Miko. What? It's funny. Yes. And it's funny that you really don't pay attention, that people pay attention to you until years later when they have the nerve to actually say it. So Miko... Even back then, um, she was a majorette um, in high school. I thought Miko was going to become the first Miss America from Michigan, I promise you, from Detroit. I kid you not. What? Yes, ma'am. I did.
0: I was such a tomboy in high school, but go ahead. Oh, my gosh.
1: I I, I always thought that not only was she smart, but she's very beautiful, even back then, even to this day. So I'm going to give you your flowers now while we're talking.
0: You're going to make me come like, a <laughs> like I never knew that people even paid attention to me because I was just so busy having fun with my friends and just doing what I like to do. And I was having a good time and I was born because that was like the best years of my life almost high school and college you know i'm just doing what i like to do and never for once thought that someone was looking at me thinking oh she's going to be successful i'm like no honey i didn't know what i was doing i was trying to make it through like everybody else you know that right there has really messed me up and now whatever i was finna say i forgot because <laughs> i was not expecting that at all i it, knew we were talking about it,
1: it honestly our our group if i could take how they have the shows like Friends and Um 90210 and all of those. This is was our class of 96 to me. That was um Miko ended up being the vice president of our class, correct? Correct. So I was the treasurer. So again, here it is, um 10 years later the presidents was there already in school we just didn't know we just didn't understand it we were still trying to find our way trying to find out who we were even through the you know the day-to-day basis and things of that nature had no idea but success even in high school we were in um, a national honor society and all of these things that we just thought hey this is what we do but yeah that trend that we had in high school still is prevalent today, so this is why I have Miko on today. And she has no, Obviously, as you look at her face, she has no idea,
0: no idea she was gonna say that at all. At all, I was like, Oh, that's my girl, Sunshine, yeah, not from high school. She's gonna no, she was a class treasure, I was the vice president, so I'm like, Yeah, we can chop it up, no problem. Had no idea that that's what you were thinking in high school because I was just like. I'm here to have a good time and just graduate on time and that was it,
1: you know? <laughs> I was looking at um some of the quotes that you have placed on uh, Facebook and I love social media. I really do. Um uh, you could tell where people are um mentally, you could tell where they are successfully and um the things that you have posted is what caught my attention. Mm-hmm. It's caught my attention. A lot of the quotes a lot of the um the books you read a lot of the um the things and accolades that um have been presented to you this is why um social media has been awesome for me to actually see who i want to talk to next who um who's doing something worth the world seeing and knowing who you are this is why you're here today
0: well i Mm -hmm. am honored that you even thought of me awesome awesome,
1: awesome. <clears throat> so yeah so that was the prevalence the beginning part of this in, into um i'm gonna say interview our conversation that we're gonna have of um miss miko of
0: why do people call me miss miko i never tell anyone to call me miss miko but everyone has this un understanding like we're just going to call her miss miko and it's like where does that come from
1: (laughs) i have no idea it's just it it is it goes beyond you know your last name it's like that's the the name that people will eventually get to hear and see on a regular basis i don't know if you're gonna have a show i I don't know what you're gonna do in life but um besides what you're doing now I don't see um, Miko Bragg. I don't see that. I see Ms. Miko. Like that, you know. Like we have uh, Tyra Banks. Mm-hmm. No, nobody just says that is Tyra. Yeah. Or that's how I feel. Miko is like that's the name. Wow. That's the brand right there. Just Miko. Period. Wow. Wow. So, ma'am, yes. Um, let's go with let's start with high school. Yes. So um, in high school when you first came into Osborne, um Laura F Osborne, mm-hmm. um what what were your plans in in life? I I'm, I'm very interested to know.
0: So, when I got to Osborne, I thought I was going to be either a um and this is so funny how you pick careers that don't have anything to do with each other, which like, I'm either gonna do this or that. I was gonna do computer science engineering or I was gonna be a doctor because I was just into the sciences. They came easy to me and I enjoyed it. Um, I was in DAPSEP, Detroit Area Pre-College Engineering Program, when I was in junior high at a magnet middle school, um, Barber, which is now closed. Right. So when I got to Osborne, I kind of had some, um, I kind of knew which direction I wanted to go into. And as I neared the end of my career at Osborne, I had made a um, decision that I wanted to go into medicine, not so much the computer science part of it, because I really got into the sciences of it. And I think that's where I began to um, socialize more and I got to be a lover of people more. And so I wanted to not have a job that didn't deal with people, but I wanted to have a job that actually touched and deal with people so um that was my thinking at Osborne company and i'm going to do computer science or, or medicine and i ended up uh deciding that i wanted to focus on the medicine there um i did so much at Osborne as far as um different sports and things you know just to see well maybe maybe i'll go into this maybe i'll go into that you know i ran cross country i was on track i was a you know, majorette, and i was a pom-pom girl. and we had the pom-pom squad for a quick second there and so um being a part of those after school activities um extracurricular activities helped me so much to deal with people it taught me teamwork it taught me uh, perseverance it taught me how to get inside my own head and how to push myself and to set goals for myself and to achieve them i don't think i would be the person i am today if i wasn't involved in all those after school activities because it was constantly building me up and make molding me into the person that i am today just just learning to work together, learning your own strength, learning how to balance schoolwork and your after school activities. That's a life skill you're gonna need, you know, cause life ain't gonna be like, oh, you gotta work. Okay, so we gonna wait to bring this problem because you gotta work right now. You gotta learn how to multitask. And I learned those skills in high school. I remember when I wanted to get a job, I think I was, um, I feel like I was 16, 17, maybe it was like junior junior year. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get co-op cause I wanted a job, right? So I tell my mom, like, mom, I think I want to, you know, I want to get a job and work. And she's like, oh, no, because we cannot have your grades falling, you know, because they didn't play about them grades back right. then. And so I was like, mom, please. She's like, you're already doing this stuff after school. Now you want to work. This is going to be too much. If you, I If No, no. So I talked her into it. I said, my co op is through the school and da 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 da. And so she said, okay, if your grades drop, I'm gonna make you stop working and i was just like oh no you can't take my money from me
1: right right so
0: (laughs) i need that so it's so funny that i got a job at sears at oakland mall with Mm co-op and my grades actually went up and we just didn't understand it and i think ever since i had started working at sears i never brought home a 3.5 or less Mm -hmm. and i don't know how i was able to to do that and still have my after school activities, but I guess after years and years of doing that, you you have a you learn how to balance things, balance. and that was something that I needed when I went to college. Mhm. Yeah. So um, it's it's conditioning
1: actually, and a lot of stuff that is funny. You brought up DAFSUp because that was the same thing that I thought I was going to do. I was in DAFSUp okay. since middle school, going through high school, and I was going to go to computer engineering. Okay. Now, we went to rival schools. I'm going to say that.
0: Go ahead. Go you, ahead. You,
1: you went to state and I yes, went to y'all. U of M. Me and, me and Jamila went to a U of M. Yes, I uh did. And we like, my first semester in a computer engineering class, I'm not even into the major yet, just the prerequisites of math. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yep. I'm not doing it. You, I was like, you know, I'm gonna do this because nope. yeah, that's too I much. Changed my major to uh, education. And I okay. was like, the, the whole computer engineering, I don't think they prepared us to know the amount of math. It's not just science, the amount of math that you would need to know mm-hmm. for computer engineering or computer science. So I was like, yeah, I did all this time in middle school and high school, going to up every year, every Saturday. Yes, and in the summers. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I did not go through with it, but it was conditioning, even from middle school, that we basically was in school six days a week because DAFSTEP was on Saturday. Yes, and it so, was.
0: At U of them, I want to say Dearborns where I went.
1: I, I went a couple this. of different ones. I went to Lawrence Tech a couple of times okay um and I went to U of M a couple of times so that was my whole you know Saturday thing so mm-hmm. again you I can't stress enough even in our preteens or um in our t- early 20s we think we know what we are gonna do we think mm-hmm. we know what who we are have no clue one month I might like romaine noodles, then three months later I don't want to eat them no more. That's right. So That's this right. is the same thing that you know Miko is telling us. You know we sometimes the end result. Sometimes we have no idea some of the you know turns and yellow light and red green lights we had to go through to get to where we are now. So mm-hmm. continue with um your days at <clears throat> that school.
0: You know what? You be nice. Be nice. Um. So when I got oh, so when I get to college, I um I went to Michigan State as uh, Sunshine said, and I was in the Lyman Briggs program. <laughs> This is what i have to deal with okay because the class was you of them too so i'm sticking out like a sore thumb right right but, uh, i'm gonna hold it down i'm gonna hold it down <laughs> so i get to state and i'm in the lyman briggs program which is pre-med right because i thought i wanted to be a doctor that's what i want to do and like you say i got in those classes and i was like you know um mm-mm. and i got to thinking and i got to thinking differently because i'm older right i go well If I continue this and I actually become a physician, they're going to be long nights. They're going to be all nighters. And I'm like, I'm a woman. So if I have kids, I'm mama. Mama can't not be there. I I start to think that I don't think I really want to go into that because I don't want to spend that much time away from my family. Mm-hmm. So that was another reason why I was like, yeah, you know, as you get older, you get a little wiser. And it's like, no, I really don't want to do that. I kind of want a job where it's kind of standard hours or I can kind of make my own hours. But with mm-hmm. that, you are just, you're on call. You're there oh, when they mm-hmm. need you. And I don't want to be that mom. I didn't okay. want to be that mom that wasn't there. So that was another reason that deterred me. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I ended up majoring in i major in. oh lord oh i ended up getting the interdisciplinary and in health studies and um that is a degree where it takes five majors and they pull the most important parts from all five majors and they make a whole new degree so that you can do a lot of things with your degree okay. uh, the focus of my degree was psychology so i remember it was like anthropology sociology psychology economics and there was another one that i can't remember and they take the psychological aspect of all five of those majors and that became my degree and with that i could have done public speaking you can go into the healthcare field you do a lot with that and that's what really attracted me to that because i can kind of determine what i want to do with my degree um so yeah i had a um oh my gosh Michigan State really um, groomed me for what I was gonna do. Like you said, when we're young, we don't really know what we want to do. And like in high school, I didn't I never considered myself a leader because it was just stuff that I wanted to do because it was fun, like class vice president. I was also vice president of the National Honor Society. I don't know if you remember that or not. And I'm just doing these things because they're fun, right? Not even thinking of myself as a leader, when in fact I already was, I just didn't know it yet. Mm-hmm. So I get to college and I find my people and I join these organizations and I'm just having a ball making connections and enjoying myself, and, you know, I get out of there, we're done with college and life begins. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was for me, it was a difficult transition from college life to the real world. and. I think it was only difficult for me because of the time that we graduated. We graduated in like, oh, like 2001. And it was a lot. And I moved back to the city when I graduated because I wanted to spend some time with my mom because my mom was older. And I was like, I don't want to just get my degree and run off and leave. And then I regret not spending time with her Mm -hmm. years later. So I came back to the city. and you know, back then things were not good here. They, they, they were not good here. So it was a tough transition for me from the university to regular life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you live a little life, you live and you learn. And the thing that sparked me to blossom into who I am now, there was an event that happened with me back in like 2017. So after I had my son, um, um, me and his, uh, me and his father went our separate ways, and I had known him since I was like 25. So at this point, um, probably like 37, 38, a little over 10 years. It's a long time to uh, to be with somebody, to know somebody. So when we went our separate ways, it was like, okay, this was the first time in my adult life where I really was like, it's just me, and I don't have to cater to anybody. Uh, I'm not in a relationship with anyone. I'm not talking to me, I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna focus on myself. And I took like two years to just focus on me and to get myself together. And in those two years, I actually learned who I was. I was sitting on my gifts and I was playing myself because I was not being who I was supposed to be. I was being what somebody else wanted me to be because it was comfortable for them. Wow hmm but that's okay you live and you learn and at the end of the day it's up to you to choose you
1: mm-hmm.
0: you always got to choose you so after that event in 17 i began to uh read some self-help books i began um moving around in different circles exposing myself to different things opening myself up to different things like therapy and just trying to really understand how i got here to make sure that i didn't come back to that place ever again again right right ever again and in doing that i connected back up with some friends from college Um, when i was at michigan state excuse me i am getting parched sorry when i was at michigan state i joined um an organization called um, iota sweethearts they were Iota, iota sweethearts then And when I graduated from college, I kind of left all that alone because I was trying to transition into the real world. Well, I kind of came back to them back in, I want to say, 17 or so, 16, 17, just to kind of see what was going on. And when I came back around and became involved with the organization again, that's when things really took off. Um, I connected back with my sisters that I hadn't seen for years. People had a lot of things going on. And they were like, come on, Nico, get it together. You know, get your stuff together, girl. Come on, we'll help you, this and that. And I found my tribe. And when I say they hold me accountable, they hold me accountable. They're like, no, we're not doing this. Like, we're not doing this today, Nico. You have to pull it together. You have to do what you're supposed to do so that other people can be blessed. Because if you don't do what you're supposed to do, the people that are counting on you are not going to get what they need. And it's not about you. It's about what you're supposed to do. Right. They're like, God gave it to you, Miko, because he knew you would do it. You can Mm -hmm. handle it. So you have to do it. Mm -hmm. And I've always felt like I had to be the voice for people who didn't have a voice. Mm -hmm. Um, It's funny because some of the people that I work with now, it's funny, they call me spicy. And I'm like, I'm not spicy. I'm just not the one right right so you know it's like i always feel like i have to if something's not right i'm gonna say something because enough is enough you know we've been quiet long enough and at this point in my life i'm very um confident in who i am i know what i'm capable of and i'm not really concerned with who's there and who's not there i'm concerned with what's right and what's not right because i know if i stay in that light what i need will come to me Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not concerned with chasing and running behind people because that's that's not it. You need to do what you need to do and then the people will be attracted to you as right. long as you stay in your life.
1: Right. Mm. And you said the organization
0: was... Iota, it's called IOTA Sweethearts Incorporated now because they have since become incorporated and they are affiliated with IOTA Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated.
1: Why did I... <clears throat> I don't know. Why did I think... I don't know why I thought she was a, in a, some another senior um, sorority or something.
0: Why I am you- an Eastern star. Are you thinking of that? No?
1: No. Mm. I don't know why I thought she was an AKA, actually. <clears throat> I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> I have no, no. idea. <laughs> but. Um, I'm glad. So what what exactly do you do on a regular basis?
0: (laughs) Oh, where do I start so that it just makes sense? Um, I do a lot of uh, meditation. I do a lot of reflection because I have worked so hard to get myself in this space that I'm in mentally that I refuse to let anyone and anything take me back to when I didn't know any better because I know better now. Mm-hmm. So I know that I have to constantly make sure that I am keeping my mind clear and I'm focusing on what I need to be focusing on. And it's a challenge because outside influences like to uh pull your attention for what mm-hmm. they want your attention for. And um it's just it's a balancing act. You know, I have uh, my son now Preston who is who's five, he'll be six soon. And, you know, these babies at home getting homeschooled. So that right there is something that a challenge i didn't sign up for that i'm still working full-time i'm homeschooling i still have my organizations that i have my obligations to and i have my um, golden pearl girls which is my business brand that i'm starting um i started that when i started um working on writing my book which is not out yet because i have not finished it and i take accountability for that but i started golden pearl girls um when i started writing my book and also after that event in 17 because it kind of was like therapy for me it was a thing of i can share what i've been through so that you don't go through that too or or you know that even though you may go through something bad like that you can always come out and you can persevere you can mm-hmm. you can go on and still have a good life mm-hmm. so it, it's a lot on a daily basis it's like i'm up at five thirty up Get myself together, get the kid together, gotta to get him to where he has to go for homeschooling because I can't just sit home and, and homeschool. I'm working eight plus hours a day, get home. There's homework. You gotta feed him homework, get him a bath, get him in the bed, and then after all that, I have this much time to do the things I need for myself. You know, I don't need to tell nobody you know how that goes. So it's a lot on a on a daily basis, a lot of juggling, trying to get the things that are most important done first without neglecting the things that you have obligated yourself to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the good thing is that on the weekends, my son goes with his dad. So I have my weekends to kind of get caught up, but at the same time, you're trying to balance rest because just constantly working, that's not good either. I I I can't function like that. I need to sit still at times so that I can hear what I need to be doing next because sometimes I don't know. I will get stuck, like, okay, now now what, now what am I supposed to do? What do you want me to do now? Because I don't want it to be more of me than it is of you. I don't want it to be me doing something out of an ego versus doing what I'm supposed to be doing to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's a lot on a regular basis. It's a lot. Um, with COVID, things have slowed down some, um, which I'm grateful for. But um, it's a lot. It's a lot on a regular basis. It's a I, lot. I think <clears throat> this platform, um,
1: I actually saw something today which kind of blessed my soul. Um, A fellow, another fellow high school uh, person from Osborne. um, She graduated in 95. Her name is Kelly Baines and she was supposed to be on the Channel 4 this morning on the Today Show. Okay. So Kelly was a year before us but Kelly was a leader from the day I met her. Kelly played basketball. Kelly played softball. I really, really got to know Kelly in softball more than basketball. She was a the captain then. And when I say this girl could probably outplay some of the guys when it came to baseball, softball, she wasn't no joke. All right, man. And she made sure that her team wasn't no joke. So if you're afraid of Kelly, you're afraid of all of us, <clears throat> all of us. So the the point was, I, I'm so grateful that God gave me this platform to be able to connect and for other people to see people like us that came from Eastside, came from Detroit, came from, you know, all of these things that the world you know, deems as bad or you can't come out of it. yes, you can. It's That's all a mental thing. It's all, you know, like I'm just because I grew up on the east side of Detroit don't mean I'm gonna act like I came from the east side of Detroit.
0: Understood? Well if I have yeah. to, I will remind you, but I don't like to do that, but I will.
1: Right, exactly. Don't come <laughs> for me or you're gonna be yeah. in trouble. So yeah. it's like God put us in an um, atmosphere. We were at born at the, the time that we were born. We were born to the people that we were born to and mm-hmm. in the neighborhood that we were born to. So when you take us and put us in colleges, let me say that one more time, in universities that we ain't supposed to be at. Come on, let me say that one more time. All right now. Colleges and universities that are, we, not only Black, Not only female, not supposed to be in and be successful in it. Here it is. You're looking at two people that came from Laura F. Osborne, the class of 96. Mm -hmm. Here, being successful and telling you, yes, it's not easy, but it can be done. When I see Miko, I sometimes, even though she does not act as beautiful and intelligent as she is, as the world has taken a Cicely Tyson, this is what she reminds me of. A Cicely Tyson, yes, I said. Oh a my Cicely God. Tyson put her, not only did she choose the perfect roles that depicted women of color. You never seen her in nothing that was beneath her as a person, even though it was acting. Understand this. Mm-hmm. She had some bad upbringing. She told you. I seen an interview the other day where she was talking to Steve Harvey and she said, he asked her, how did it feel or what reward was the best one to you? And she said, coming from the slums to the White House, where um, Obama put a, a medal of honor around her neck, that probably was the best one for her. So we, we honor uh cicely tyson we honor people of that nature and to this point when i look at miko i say she's a younger version of a cicely tyson in in our era even though she's not on the platform yet of the acting or the accolades or someone seeing her but i can guarantee because i'm a seer i can see your face on billboards. I can see somebody coming to you and say, You know, what knowledge do you have to give to me? Because it's in you. It's in you. God's not going to give you a book to write and there's nothing that you have to say. So when we take some things <clears throat> lightly or it's just me, it's just no, it's not just you, it's something that has to be told to the world where this platform is all going i have no idea i have no idea all i know is i'm being obedient on who he's asking to come on when it's time to come so it could have been in another way like no nah, i don't have nothing to say now i have some people I have asked and they'd be like no nah, not me uh-uh. it's a reason
0: god is calling your name for a reason for a reason. you know you know what's so funny is that this is actually the first live that I've done because I really wasn't into doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. And when you asked me, if, I was like, you know what? I'm going to say yes, even though I'm a little uncomfortable with it. I'm mm-hmm. going to say yes, because it's time to grow. Mm-hmm. And I thought I would be like nervous, nervous. Or what am I going to say? It's just like sitting here talking, like, like you say, having a conversation. And I also was thinking like, well, maybe it's time for us to take it to the next level. It's time for you to get comfortable with doing things like this, because this is what's going to be required of you. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that you would say that and you saw how I got quiet because I'm like, Lord, I hear you, but <laughs> you know, sometimes you get a little nervous because it's, it's, it's a lot that is being required of you. Mm-hmm. And. It's, I always ask God, like, why me? Like, I did nothing special, nothing, you know, in my opinion, different growing up. I did the same thing all the kids in the neighborhood did. You know what I mean? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And where I came from, I was probably the only kid on my block to go to college to graduate, I would Mm -hmm. say. So that was different. They didn't see that all the time. And I don't know who I thought I was that I could go do that, but I did. I made that up and did it right and it's so funny um i have a nephew that's that's graduating um from harvard this spring from law school and having a conversation with him i was talking to him and he was like "Well, when i was little i just i didn't know what my auntie was doing i just knew she was at michigan state and that she um she was going to school to be a doctor and i didn't even know that he was looking at me like that at that time because he was maybe three or four maybe four or five because he was old enough to know what was going on so he's like four or five when i went away so he was old enough by the time I came back to know what was going on and he was like I just knew I just wanted to you know my auntie was in college and I was going to go to college and you don't even know the impact you have on other people when you just do what you're told to do now I just went to Michigan I just went to Michigan State our
1: brains cannot sometimes take um or if we knew everything we would talk ourselves out of it I believe that why why me why okay the question should be why not you
0: come you know what we come from we come from humble beginnings and <laughs> we don't we don't see what we're doing every day mm-hmm. and i'm just like you know my childhood was good but trust me i had my challenges right and i'm just like me like people actually see me i felt invisible for a while and it was like people actually see me me i'm just doing what i need to do to make it through the day but to the next person it was inspiring to them Mm -hmm. and i was like wait a minute you know maybe i don't have it so bad or maybe i don't have a reason to feel that way maybe i should focus on how i can help other people even with what i consider to be my little bit of experience how can you have somebody else to lift them up a little bit
1: right this, this is why we're here. This is why we're having a conversation. I'm going to have, you know, more of our high school um, people from my, my college. Um, and when God gave me this platform, he told me to start with people already in my circle. Not nothing big, major, you know, celebrities, not yet. I have not yet, some. but it's coming. It's I, coming. I have done some, but not to the level yet. But he told me to start the 6 degree start in your own circle first. And when I started doing this, believe it or not, some of the people that I had interviewed know somebody I already interviewed. And then they started connecting. It's like, okay, now we could tell such and such to do this, and now it's now connected with this person. It's like Uh-huh. Wait, yep. wait a minute. And so is it's unfolding before our eyes just like with, with you once you take that first step that initial step god got everything else we gotta I'm get out of our you. own self out of our own mind mm-hmm. trying to figure out and discredit ourselves it's a reason why he gave it to us it's a reason why he gave it to you it's a reason why he showed me you in high school
0: that messed me up i'm <laughs> i'm serious i was like <laughs> nah, I wasn't doing all that in high school but she saw that like really what wow you just never know you, you never, never know I didn't know how some people
1: saw me in high school and i thought i was invisible i i wasn't not in the in crowd you know all i was caring about is you know my mom shopped at target my mom shopped at Kmart. my mom shopped at you know the the low end or whatever it wasn't it wasn't oh my god i'm so sorry you okay what that was okay um she shopped at the low end long as my clothes was not holy and they were clean i didn't care so um people was like i thought you you know shopped at you know the mall and you know i'm like uh no i never stepped foot in malls no and how you know you carried yourself in high school i thought you had it all together like if you only knew
0: you know, it's so funny because when I, I had talked to someone else from high school, a gentleman, and he was like, what did he say? He said, I didn't I didn't know you had a job in high school. I thought your, your parents was just spoiling you. And I was like, no, I had a job. I was working and doing all that. And he was like, but you was fresh all the time. I was like, I wouldn't say all that. I just was just making sure I wasn't embarrassing, right. looking embarrassing, but that is, that's How can i have it all together oh that it's all
1: perception it's it's all everything is all perception and even though we we thought i was saying the little of ourselves some of the things that i look back at now the training that i got in church of speaking in front of people, doing plays and things of that nature. I did not know that that would come into about. And in when we had to stand up in front of class and do speeches, or when we had to do depositions in front of people in college, I did not know all of that. So no, I'm not afraid of people. No, I get up in every Sunday or whatever, and I sing in front of people, and I'm not afraid. I had no idea the training that God had gave us as kids. Will come full circle to where mm-hmm. you are now. And even when you said this is comfortable, a lot of people were afraid to come on here. I said, I'm just like your cousin. Like we're sitting on the couch. I'm literally sitting on the couch. And to the point where it's like it's just me. We just yeah. having a conversation. It's not an interview. It's not anything that you think so like to be afraid of. It's just me. So it's like no one else is seeing this it's just me and you having a conversation coming back up onto i haven't seen you since high school outside of social media i haven't seen you so this is refreshing to me to the point of um Like I said, it's refreshing to know, to see how good you're doing. I'm not coming to your gravesite. I'm not, you know, viewing your body. I am actually seeing somebody who, in my opinion, I knew was going to be successful. And you still ain't seen nothing yet.
0: Oh, my. You sound like my people. Like, everybody's like, Nico. And to be honest, because I've never shared this with anybody, you kind of know. When you the one and when I was younger, it was always a fear of success with me because uh-huh. it was like I had never seen success. So it was like, well, what does that mean? What is what is that? Well, once I'm how I'm supposed to act, Well, you know, how does that look? And you can only run from who you are for so long before you realize, like, you know, this is what's going to be. We can either do this the hard way or we can do this the easy way right and um i decided like okay miko well okay that's not a good enough excuse to not do what you're supposed to do just because you're afraid because people do things afraid all the time so that's not an excuse you don't get to and that's why i'm here talking to you now because i'm like that's not a good enough excuse that that doesn't work so i just don't know what to say i'm just like i really didn't think people thought of me in that way in high school because I wasn't like in that in crowd like that. I just kind of did my own thing, things that made me happy. Me and my friends was good. Then the world was good.
1: You know, yeah, the crazy thing is the ones we thought were in the in crowd was the most miserable ones.
0: That part. That and
1: part. I didn't know that until years later, like the ones who we thought had it together. No, <laughs> They were far from it. They wanted to, they wanted to reach out to us, but didn't know how to. What? They, yes, yes.
0: Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. How? How? Houseway? How? <laughs> how? They wanted to
1: be cool and with us, with our crowd, but they wasn't sure what other people, other people were going to think about them. So they chose to be. You know, I want to mm-hmm. say not standoffish, but you know, keep it cool. Yeah. But really on the inside, and I find out years later, they were digging you. Yeah, they were, they were um, like, man, we was watching you. Like, wait, huh? No, I used to come in the cafeteria, y'all little crew would be on this side, and the other ones would be, you know what I'm saying? And y'all, what? They were like, Y'all just don't understand. We wanted to, you know, be on that side too. But because of, you know, the standard of where you put yourself, I'm going to say that. It was never going to be until years later. And they be like, man, now that, you know, most of them are grown, most of them Mm -hmm. um, have a family. Most of them are married, not married, whatever the case may be. When we put ourselves out here on social media, they're watching. Absolutely. you rooting us on. They're, they're, you have no idea how many people are actually rooting for your success, that people have been around you for years. And it's like I knew, just like I knew about you, that you was going to be successful.
0: Oh, yeah, Camila, because in high school, you were very smart. And didn't nobody play with you? Because didn't nobody want to get beat up. Okay, let's just put that out there. Didn't nobody want them hands, them paws put on them. So you don't play with Camila <laughs> like that. You ask her a question about this and you leave it at that. Let her help you with your work and you leave it at that because you didn't want them pause. And you were an athlete, so you know how that went. You know, they didn't want them, them that smoke. They didn't want that, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I could see people wanting to reach out but not knowing how to approach, you know. That's I could see that. <laughs> well, you, I'm, I'm being honest. With yes, you. I was like then. I, I, I think shoot? it was more so fear too. Like
1: I didn't want to be hurt. You know, you you watch so many movies of what high school is gonna be like that mm-hmm. you don't want that to be your story, right? But it's like, look, I'm put this a uh, tough act on. I wish you would, or <laughs> I'm gonna make an example out of you, and I don't care if you was a male or a female, I will still get you together. So. <laughs> Yes, she would. I never had any, um, I didn't have any, I mean, no confrontations in high school. I didn't. Of course not. We didn't want to get beat
0: up. No. No.
1: And the only time I almost had one is when my brother came in his freshman year and they were trying to do a freshman Friday and they didn't know that was my brother. But see, by this time, by the end of the day, you know, everything comes through the hallways. Uh, I had the whole football team with me, the basketball team, and I let them know this is my brother and I Mm -hmm. wish you would. And so my, my brother ended up playing football. Um, so it was like, yeah, y'all don't want to mess with him either. So.
0: Nope. Don't
1: do that one. Yeah. So, you know, I was (laughs) back then I was the one, like you said, who didn't, um, I was the helper to the ones who didn't have voices. So I don't know why people want to mess with, you know, the intelligent ones. Um, yeah. I was always in the hallway, you know, making sure don't mess with this one because that's my friend. Yep. Or we're gonna have some issues. And so with us being athletes and things of that nature, you know, we all stuck together. So Absolutely. anybody that mess with an athlete or athlete's friend is gonna be in trouble. So um I didn't have any problems. That that perception, I'm telling you. <laughs> I was soft as butter, but they didn't know that.
0: No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We brought whatever you were selling. We was like, oh, okay, got it. <laughs> no, and I mean it was so
1: funny. Even with you know going to education, uh, people would come and ask me about their homework or like say you had a class with Mister Marshall early that morning, like with test time. We'd come back at lunchtime. Like, what was on the test? So we yep. all make sure that we passed. Those those days I really miss. Like, high school was so much fun to me. Even oh though my I, yes, those yes, moments yes. of the unknown. But mm-hmm. it was still like I'm here. I'm really in high school, just like you know the college. Mm-hmm. I was telling somebody um the other day when I really gets got to know myself was at U of M when um they allowed the Ku Klux Klan to. Walked down our Diag Street and history hit me in the face. Now, you know how Mr. Marshall was, and I don't know if you knew Mr. Um, Aswa Issa was my uncle or is my uncle.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yes, that's my uncle. So, how they were passionate about African American history, how they were about history in general. You had
0: Mr. Marshall too?
1: yeah i had marshall too
0: what did he say the first day of class because i remember it vividly what he told us you think you know history you don't know anything about history and i was like we're at the door because this right
1: if i can find him if i can talk to my uncle on here i would love to hear their opinion about how history has really changed it since you know they were taught um and When they, when the Ku Klux Klan came came right before my eyes, I said to myself, they wasn't lying. Now, of course, you have books, you had the movies, you had all Mississippi burning, all of this stuff that we felt some type of way watching it and reading it. And here it is right in front of my face in 1996. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. With the sheets, the shotguns, and everything allowed to do this. And at this point, we walking around. I think I saw every black person, every Mexican, whatever, every minority came out that day and was like, we about to burn the University of Michigan, uh, Ann Arbor down to the ground. And one of the people from one of the fraternities was like, We're better than this. Learn from our history. Mm -hmm. Let them walk. We all kumbaya hugged each other and said, from that point on, that the enemy has showed itself in front of you." You know what gang you playing now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So now, from now on, and notice who was with them and everything. Don't you walk around this campus by yourself. Mm -hmm. I want more than actually they wanted more than two people walking around not only because you're a black female just because you're a minority period and this city um, Ann Arbor and Ipsy is known for racial issues Mm -hmm. so when we knew this we took upon ourselves to protect each other so this has been a part of me since I can remember and even in that <clears throat> your voice it has gone beyond where you think it is just going to stay cuz you have no idea who's listening where mm-hmm. this is going to go they're going to know miss miko yes they are now, um, i wanted to can't, give
0: that- can't stay in the box no more sorry i wanted to give that first interview to you because i was like she knows me and it's only fitting that we start at the beginning. Never forget where you come from. And I'm like, one day she may pull this up. and am like, look at this interview I did. Right. <laughs> like, it's yeah, me. Yep, that's Miko.
1: Yeah. yeah. Y'all listen to what she said. You know, she's, I'm telling you, you're going to be bigger than you think you are. And I, when this book comes out, I want to be the first to get one, get it signs and i am be like i remember when mika was in the process of writing this and um i wouldn't even be surprised of being able to get called um to go on different platforms um because we do need a voice out here we need someone who's not afraid right afraid to get out here and say i'm gonna say what does say the lord but to get out there and say what needs to be said and get things done <clears throat> Absolutely, absolutely Even so she goes to the other uh, school but however it is what it is that doesn't uh, stop us from you know still loving each other absolutely We're reaching back into the days of old um, <laughs> and I, I'm just excited that you are here. I'm excited for your future oh um, just to be able to um, say her
0: nephew is is it an attorney? Yes, he's an at- yeah. He'll be an attorney when he graduates. You know, this spring, then he takes the bar and he's
1: done. So I want y'all to catch this. She's going forth, and a generation behind her has been watching her, who she has no idea was watching and looking up to her. Her nephew is about to be an attorney, and that's not easy. Not let alone just being college by itself, so, but going to be an attorney. So she set the bar and i'm saying this for a reason she set the bar and she already told you a part of her book and her organization that she started is for girls so again she has already set the bar so she has nowhere else to go but up from
0: here so if she
1: does that for her own blood what can she do for someone else that who is able to sit there and sit at her feet and listen To the education, listen to the wisdom that she has to give out, not only in reading but what she says audibly. So I'm just thankful again. She's in awe.
0: She'll take a moment. (laughs) Yeah, I need to process. And I'm sitting here like I wasn't expecting all this when you said let's have a conversation. Like okay.
1: (laughs) So I just want to thank you. Give you your flowers now. That even years later you are still what i still uh look at as my miss america
0: oh thank my you my
1: cicely tyson my every successful black woman um that you are still beautiful even today than you was back then thank you. and um i'm looking forward to getting the news i might see a headline that she's gonna be on uh the news or the TV show or something like that. I I would not be surprised. I'm just like it's coming, it's
0: so coming.
1: So, so I'm glad that I was able to have the first interview with her. Yeah. And I'm gonna put it out here in history that I was the first. So um, did you have anything
0: else that you want to say before we get out of here? I do. I want um to let people know that in order for your life to change, you have to change. It has to start with you. And it's not something that you need to discuss with people because you don't need to have a roundtable discussion. It's something that starts within you. You have to change your choices. You have to change probably your behavior. You have to change the people that you hang around. It all starts with you. You can be whatever you want to be but you have to believe that if you don't believe that nobody else is going to believe it. No, I didn't ask anybody for permission. Like, well, is it okay if I do this? Or if I do that, I just decide, you know what? I'm going to do it. And if it doesn't happen, then, oh, well, there's no, there's no harm in, in, in that, but at least I have to try. You have to really get in touch with yourself and know what you're capable of. And don't you let anybody tell you what you can and what you can't do because they don't know because they're not you. All they know is what they see. And sometimes like, We don't even see what's in ourselves ourselves. So don't you let anybody tell you just because of where you come from that you can't do a particular thing. Yes, you can. Will it be hard work? Yes, but you can do it. Don't you let anybody tell you who you are. Nobody. And always choose yourself. You always come first. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You always have to choose yourself first. If you're not taken care of first, you can't do anything for anybody else. And protect your peace. It's okay to say, no, I don't want to go there. It's okay to say, no, you can't come over here. It's okay to say, no, I just want to be alone. Stop being around people all the time. Get somewhere, sit down, be still so that you can hear, so that you can know what you're supposed to be doing. And that's what I want to leave with people. Believe in yourself. like anybody tell you what you can what you can't do you do whatever you want to do whatever you want to work hard for is what you can have and you can always it's always a way to win the game if you know what i mean
1: absolutely Mm -hmm. so say say your organization again that you started in the one that you're a part of
0: okay well i started golden pearl girls and you can follow them on um, instagram or facebook and you are also on Twitter, and the organization that I was telling you that I'm a part of is IOTA Sweethearts Incorporated, and they have chapters all over the country.
1: Okay. So, again, for those who are on, um, again, please like and share the video, tag yourself. If you um, haven't been to the YouTube channel, again, it is Keeping It Real Conversations with Sunshine. Please go back and um, listen to the other conversations I've had. Um, again like and share and subscribe To the um, To that um, Again thank you Miko for taking the time Out for um, Having this great conversation I know. Laughing And enjoying each other Eventually when all of this Is over we're going to definitely have to get together Yes, um, yes. yes. And um, go forth And have a good time like I said I haven't Seen you in person since we graduated mm-hmm. June 6 1996 Okay. Yeah. Which is the best time of my life. But however, um I am gonna let you go again. Thank you again. Um and I will talk to you soon.
0: All right, talk to you later.
1: All right. Bye.